0: Alright, welcome to the Mountain Bike Podcast presented by Worldwide Cyclery. This is, we probably sound very different. I'm on my iPhone. Uh, we're not in the road studio, uh, but my co-host Stephen Lewis is with me. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, this is presented by Worldwide Cyclery, an uh, awesome online retailer. But also, on top of that, those dudes like to ride bikes. Uh, they were up with us riding during Interbike, and they shred. They know a lot about bikes. So If you just have questions about that stuff, you can check it out. Just go to mtbpodcast.com, go to the store, click on that, and you can go through. Uh, we're, like I said, we're not. Uh, you can probably hear the background noise. We're not in the studio. Uh, we have a special guest with us. Uh, special guest, would you mind introducing yourself
1: and then also saying where we are? I am Jeff Kabush, professional mountain biker, Hashtag keep riding to the fun stops. So we're in my hometown, Squash, British Columbia. Just got out on some of the nice, moist dirt and grabbing a little bit of food at one of my favorite post-ride establishments, for food truck. Nice. That's very good. It's
0: like a it's a cloudy day and it's been raining. Uh, Steve, you and I came up here with thoughts of just like you know we've been having a dry summer and we reckoned that would be the same for some reason we got here and it certainly is not no I, I expected some wet uh that's why i have tough high grip uh tires all the way around and that seems to not help a whole lot because <laughs> you went down really hard in the whistler bike park uh, on day one uh we got the heck out of the bike park and came down to squamish to ride but we've kind of realized that <clears throat> as good as we are at riding in completely blown out dry tahoe stuff uh we kind of suck at the wet so this little micro If we can coin such a term. Yeah, let's. Very short podcast is going to be what you do in terms of equipment and then riding, I guess, a technique uh, to do better in wet conditions. Wet, slimy mud, that sort of stuff. So, Jeff, uh, what changes do you make to your bike from a dry day to a wet day to ride in muddy conditions?
1: Well, the biggest thing, I think, especially compared to Truckee Tahoe, where we're last riding together, is the speeds up here are a lot Slower, and though it's both up and down, uh, which means uh, you can definitely let a little bit of pressure out, and that's the biggest thing. Um, the wetter days, I'll definitely drop the PSI uh, a little more. How much are you actually running when you say drop the PSI? How much did you run roughly, dry versus wet? Uh, probably drop at least a couple PSI. I mean, today I was running more in the range of 21 to 23. Um, just, uh, especially when it's slick on the roots, I mean, that's what you're looking for the tire deformation to like, kind of grip the roots. But I mean, it's also, yeah, growing up here, you're looking for the little bits of dirt in between the roots where you can kind of put the power down or get some braking done and trying to, to float over those, those slippery things, but definitely the, the lower pressure and as well, kind of the softer rubber compound will help you kind of, uh, avoid and skip over the, the slippery, slippery roots and
0: rocks so uh, there are a few things i want to break down there you uh 21 to 23 now you're on uh what tires are you on and what wheels are you on i noticed you're i think you're on stands flows
1: yeah stands flow running the stands flows uh running uh maxis minion dhfs front rear today uh using their max terra which is kind of the intermediate rubber compound they don't make the max grip in the in the kind of a trail construction right now i'm just running the exo tires and sounds like might have that in the future but for sure kind of the intermediate softer rummer is gonna help uh, a lot on especially when it's kind of wet and slick
0: so if you could you would run the max grip which is like the more grippy compound
1: yeah the downhill compound the max grip uh i mean today was getting wet not super wet but definitely in the winter on more wood out there roots and wood features the the max grip is really handy and usually just run maybe the max tear in the rear just for a little bit more durability, the soft rubber will definitely wear out. So you also mentioned like searching for dirt. So I guess
0: we're kind of getting into the techniques. I guess, are there any other things that you change with your equipment, like uh, for settings or suspension settings or even like a uh, geometry, like positioning or anything else when it
1: goes wet? I think just along with the slower speeds, um, not hitting things as hard. So can afford to kind of soften the suspension up, especially the, the front end a little bit. Uh, yeah kind of roll over the small slippery roots a little bit more
0: something that I noticed today is I was getting a lot of deflection like uh because I didn't soften my suspension and I noticed that that was killing a lot of my momentum now you mentioned something like in between the roots and rocks trying to like search for like different portions of dirt to kind of build that momentum back up and I feel like that's a big key because if you don't have momentum these slippery things that are off camber suddenly get way worse. <laughs> like, way worse. Like, we went over a little root roll section and I went for an absolute ride. So it can be kind of a complex thing. Uh, what other things do you do to change your technique, I guess? Uh, or what do you do on the bike in in mud? You're somebody that's known for that, always doing well at BC Bike Race, but uh, what are things that you think of when you're riding mud that kind of
1: keep you out of trouble or keep you riding faster? Um, it's definitely... I think looking ahead is, as usual, but you're kind of, I mean, especially around the rooty rockier sections, you're looking to kind of straighten up the bike and go straight over areas which you can see the roots. So you're trying to like, I mean, unweight or take the power off on those slippery sections. So either lofting the cross routes, different sides of the trails. And yeah, definitely when you're you're going uphill, it's a throttle control to back off the throttle on the slippery roots. So... Uh, mm. You can't just pedal hard uphill, you got to kind of be aware of where your rear wheel is as it kind of feathers its way. You can also, I mean, use the front end to kind of steer the rear end um, around the, the slippery bits and, uh, yeah, just trying to line up perpendicular to the, the slipper roots when possible or jumping across them when you can.
0: So it seems just like uh, less, you know, pinning it and letting it fly and more making sure when you're looking ahead, you're actually adjusting and calculating, I guess, for for those sort of things, like the changes that are coming up on the trail.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a lot getting momentum where you can, because you, I mean, um, trying to get enough momentum so you can kind of float over stuff and not need to get the traction down. So, I mean, yeah, if it's a climb, getting up a little speed so you can back off the throttle over the, the slippery sections and... Definitely, when you're going going downhill, trying to get up to speed so you can kind of loft and float over the, the slippery bits. But and yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta be reading where the roots are going and uh, kind of try to float and float over them or switch side of the trails where you can get a bit of dirt.
0: Mm. Now, you were riding the new SB 130 today. Um, I was a little jealous. I was on my previous gen bike, um, <laughs> still a fantastic bike, uh, the SB 55, um, but. Do you find that when you ride a bike like you know 're 130? So you race the SB 100 uh, Yeti SB 100, then you have the for XC I should say you race that, and then SB 130 you might race for some like uh, trail or enduro stuff. And if you ever do an EWS race again, you might break out the 150 do you notice that you tune things differently or ride differently if you have a longer or shorter travel bike in slick or muddy conditions or do the same principles apply across the board no matter what i guess uh travel or geo you have
1: i think it's for me it's pretty similar across the bikes just uh different um tire setups but um i mean a big thing for me especially i mean on the duro side i'm racing the blind stuff so it's getting comfortable on the bikes I mean even a bigger travel bike I won't feel as confident until I've had time on the bike and I've had probably five or six rides on the SB 130 and I'm really starting to feel comfortable like I can can push a bit more and I think it's just having that time to slowly yeah adapt the suspension tune it into where you you know how it's going to react and feel comfortable and then uh, get up to speed slowly.
0: Yeah, like I've noticed, Steve, like maybe you've noticed this too, but like even in slick conditions, or I should say in slick conditions, it's a little different. Like a lot of people just say, get more travel and things get easier when if things get technical. But in slick conditions, I definitely don't, I I don't think that's the case. You know, it's still tough. No, absolutely. I think that uh, the more travel actually hurts you. I think uh, a shorter travel bike has a better conservation of momentum and, you know, you can put down power more efficiently. So I think that in slippery conditions, it's better to have a little less travel because, you know, as long as you learn the understanding of conservation of momentum, it keeps you speed when you need it it helps you you know be more agile and i yeah i just think that it's better to be shorter travel yeah it feels kind of like more stable underfoot i guess you know when you push into things so we need to pop and adjust like you were saying hitting things perpendicular or everything else like that it's kind of nice to be able to you know have a bike that reacts um is there anything else that you would add that us noobs us dry landers kind of screw up and you see this regularly or uh anything else to add about riding wet conditions yeah we're
1: well, talking about suspension i definitely think it's it's more key to adjust the the tires the the volume and pressure um i mean yeah you'll see a lot of guys even up here they'll ride hardtails in the winter just because of ease of maintenance but put some good bigger volume sticky tires on and it's uh definitely much more important there as far as instead of increasing your suspension so i'm going to
0: recap Uh, on this microsode Uh, important things when you're riding slick terrain is number one you want to make sure that you are looking ahead and really adjusting to be able to hit things perpendicular if possible you want to modulate that throttle instead of just be wide open and pinned and hope it goes well Uh, another thing that you want to do is search for different spots where you can build momentum so then you can carry it over things Uh, want to go for stickier rubber where that can help adjust your suspension a bit so maybe it's a little bit softer so you can get a little bit more front-end traction and increase your vol the volume of your tires and maybe drop that pressure a bit Uh, and that can roll all all good things so then hopefully now that we know all that steve you and i should be absolutely perfect uh and just as good as jeff on all these trails what do you say i don't disagree with that but i don't (laughs) think it's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen uh jeff thanks for for uh for doing this for us and thanks for having us up here um can you share where people can find out more about you on instagram twitter or anything
1: else yeah it's uh all my social handles are Jeff Kabush. that's with a g g off kabush and uh also have my website jeffkabush.com which you can contact me on there too cool uh cool good luck at uh trans cascadia i think that's the
0: next race yeah. and then bentonville and iceman and everything else like that uh thanks for joining us man uh for if any of you have questions for jeff just uh send them in mtbpodcast.com. If you uh, need to get bike parts or anything else like that, go to dot, er, mtbpodcast.com. Go mm-hmm. to the store and then they can go to World Yes. Awesome. Thanks everybody. Have a nice day.